If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And joining us now here on the special edition of Cats and Cosby, we have John Solomon, the founder of Just the News. John, what do you got? Lots of stuff happening. Oh, my goodness. Where to start? Uh, probably the thing that just happened a few moments ago with lighting up uh, our traffic right now. Uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, long a conservative firebrand and ally of Donald Trump, has been uh, jettisoned, ousted from the uh, Conservative Freedom Caucus. That is a big uh, moment. What it does was that mean? Yeah, why? Wait, 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 what does that she, mean? She was a solid member of it. What she happened? sure was. She sure was. Uh, well, the House Freedom Caucus seems to have some suspicion that she's been too friendly with Kevin McCarthy, too willing to make deals and compromises. And oh, so, my God. That's true. She backed McCarthy in the election that's for exactly right. right from the start. That's a sin? That's, that's right. She was there yeah. for him. And that's yep. a sin? You know, ironically. Common, common sense is a sin. Ironically, if that happened, I would have thought it would have been something she did going in the other direction. In other words, yeah. going very far right. But the fact that yeah. she cooperates with the uh, Speaker of the House, I don't. Did you say collaborate or co- Cooperates. <laughs> oh, and she also well, had, a she had a fight. Fluid, Maybe that's why they threw her out. And she had a fight recently, didn't she, with like uh, Laura uh, with Laura Bobert, right? With Lauren Bobert. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Good point. Uh, Good Dan point. Bishop, uh, very upset with her. One of the longer term members of the uh, Conservative Caucus. This news was announced by one of the members. We haven't been able to get to Marjorie Taylor Greene, but Congressman Andy Harris of Maryland, one of the longtime members, said that the vote was taken and uh, she was removed. Uh, from the caucus uh, th- today. And so that's a big, uh, a big moment and a, a sign that the Republican Party is struggling within that, that beyond the struggles it has with the Democratic Party and Joe Biden. There are some uh, unrest about how much they have and haven't done the uh, any prior speaker will tell you that the House Freedom Caucus has always been a thorn in the side of a Republican speaker. I'm sure John Boehner or uh, Paul Ryan will be glad to attest to that. But we'll see what happens. A very important, big moment today. And what we'll just have to see. Ed Cox, you're, you're chairman of New York uh, GOP, and uh, you're a respected member of the Republican Party nationwide. Is there that much hate? No, it's not. It, it's not hate. It's just people have their own agendas, and uh, they got elected for those agendas, and they're going to be pushing that. The speaker is the speaker from Bakersfield, not California. Bakersfield. Bakersfield is different. I was there in 1972 campaigning, and it was rodeos and roughnecks. Hey, by the way, discovered oil. I was the main host there at KERO <laughs> exactly. in Bakersfield, right out of college. And he's a product of he is tough, he is patient, and that's why he's been able to succeed so far with such a narrow majority. You know, I'm John Solomon too. You have so many other big scoops. I want to get uh, the latest on all this cocaine at the White House too. Uh, you talked to um, our friend Mark Morgan. Right, I think, and and 
Yeah, give us the fill-in, because it's like, today, the White House is like, well, we'll kind of get to it. It's, not, it's nothing to I sniff mean, at. Yeah, nothing to sniff at. Uh, they're trying to blow it over. How's that for a good, a good verb? I'm trying to come up with it all. <laughs> I won't even try to compete with that. I don't know what to say. No. And listen, I, there is very clear, this is not a hard crime to solve. And it is a crime, by the way. Bringing an illegal substance into a federal building is a crime, according to prosecutors. Uh, there's going to be video footage at every corner of the White House. There's going to be fingerprints most likely on the baggie or on the cell phone case next to the baggie where it was found. It doesn't seem to me that this is a hard case to solve, nor does it to all the federal law enforcement officials. We talked to several of them, a former FBI agents, a former assistant director of the FBI, Mark Morgan, who was an assistant director of the FBI and then head of the Customs Border Protection Agency. Listen, this is not hard to solve. It really is a question, does the administration have the will to solve it, particularly if it's someone that was authorized and brought into the White House. Now, the entrance where this occurred at is where most official guests of the Oval Office enter, but it's not where family members go. And a lot of people early on were wondering, oh, is, uh, is there a problem with Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden would come to a different interest in most circumstances. We don't think he is, you know, could be involved in this. It's not the entrance he would come to. But official guests, uh, uh, staff coming into an Oval Office meeting, uh, very possible. And that could create a black eye for an administration that's already dealing with other things that happened on the White House grounds, uh, we had a, um, a breast exposed at a recent White House event that caused a lot of controversy. And I think there's a real concern about the decorum of the Biden White House. And this probably adds to that. A lot of slow walking of the explanations and information, but it shouldn't be hard to solve. By the way, I love how you described the breast exposed. Uh, it wasn't like a Janet Jackson Super Bowl moment. It was like, a, it was like, a, oh, my goodness. Remember when they did that? You know, what, you know, what's amazing. The White House, though, I was watching Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, and she, they were asking, obviously, tons of questions saying, what well, boy, what if it was anthrax? They had to evacuate the White House. I mean, serious stuff. Are you going to arrest somebody? Are you going to do a new policy? And they're like, well, we're kind of leaving them to see. They don't seem that concerned. I, I mean, which is really uh, perplexing. Well, if you're allowing violent offenders out in many cities in America, which is a Democratic Party uh, party agenda now item, if you're uh, willing to censor speech and then appeal a ruling when censorship is called out by a federal judge, I guess uh, having cocaine come onto the president isn't that surprising or that charring to to the overall agenda. They have a very different agenda than Republicans and conservatives right now. And I think Americans are getting a taste of where the two parties stand. They'll be able to make a very clear choice in 2024. Big moment next week. I want to put I want to lean into next week early because I do think there's going to be Chris Ray is going to come back before Congress uh, another time. Uh, the, it will be the most intense of uh, questioning he's faced probably since he's been FBI director. The recent revelations by the FISA Corp, the recent revelations by John Durham, other things that have come out about the FBI. He's going to get a lot more difficult questions. And yesterday I had an opportunity to interview one of the more famous agents of the last half century of the FBI, a guy named Scott Nelson, rose to the leadership of the FBI, but also decorated, won one of the largest or most important valor awards in the FBI, respected across multiple generations of FBI agents. And he said he doesn't think that Chris Ray is the right guy for the right job. This is an insider, highly respected, calling into question Chris Ray's ability to lead. He said that Chris Ray is leading from the middle and you can't lead when you're in the middle of the pack. You got to be out front leading. He also had a very strong repudiation of the FBI saying the way the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden investigation has been handled 
only creates a black eye for the FBI because so much politics is obvious. Now it's obvious that Hunter Biden was undercharged. It's obvious that the allegations about Joe Biden were slow walked. If they're still investigating him six years later, something's wrong with the FBI. This is an insider that carries a lot of sway with rank and file, not only retirees, but current um, FBI agents, uh, a sign of maybe what lies ahead for Chris Ray in the next few months. You know, I want to ask you, too, about uh, James Comer, who we had here on the show on Cats and Cosby, uh, who was great when he was in studio with us. He's been teasing he has some new disturbing findings in the Hunter Biden investigation and Joe Biden investigation. Uh, what are, what are you hearing that he's got? I mean, he was telling us that he thinks he's going to get maybe access to more bank records, some other things. It sounds like he's teasing he's got something coming up maybe next week. Yeah, I think we should keep an eye out for a new whistleblower who goes back much earlier in the process, like November of 2016. I think there's a whistleblower that brought information to the Securities and Exchange Commission back in November of 2016, right around the time Donald Trump was securing the presidency. Uh, that will wind back how much earlier the government may have knew there, known there were problems with the Biden, Hunter Biden family. It could also expand the number of suspicious activity reports that Congress can see. Congress has seen 2017 forward, but some of the earlier ones aren't kept. But th- this whistleblower may have preserved earlier suspicious activity reports that take us back to 2013. And I heard in the interview with you, which, by the way, was really good. We wrote a story about it at Just the News. Um, the idea that maybe the total amount of money to the Biden family is larger than we've been talking about. I think that's going to be another piece of the puzzle. And then finally, another person I think is going to emerge as a key witness. I think they're very close to being able to secure an interview with Devin Archer, the right-hand business partner of Hunter Biden during the heyday years of when the Biden family was really chasing foreign money big time. Uh, If an insider in the Biden family turns like Devin Archer, and a new whistleblower comes back and brings us back to earlier times, 2013, 2014. Those would be significant developments. And I'm pretty sure that's where James Comer's headed. Absolutely. And uh, we have uh, John Solomon here of Just the News. Uh, Judge Weinberg, you got a quick question yes. here for him. John, when you're talking to members of the, the House and the Senate, and you're walking around the Capitol, and you're talking to the Democrats, what do they really say about the situation? Aren't they embarrassed? Don't they realize there's a political and public relations problem besides the, the legal problems that the Biden family may have? And how do they extricate themselves from this? It's a great question. A lot of the rank and file, particularly the progressive, don't see anything wrong. They're, they're still singing and whistling Dixie. They're very happy and they think that it's all going to be about the economy. If the economy is good, Joe Biden's going to do great. If the economy is bad, uh, Joe Biden could be in trouble, a la Jimmy Carter. Those in swing districts, those who are in moderate swing districts, what we used to call blue dog Democrats or NDN Democrats, they are, Judge, a lot more concerned about the accumulation of issues, starting with the growing polling numbers that people think Joe Biden is now showing himself to be too old to hold the job. That concerns them a lot. They're very concerned about the economy, and they have a lot of greater sensitivity to the perception that the Biden family was cashing, at the very least, clearly cashing in on the Biden family name with countries that probably we shouldn't be making profits from China, Russia, Ukraine, uh, Romania. So uh, if you're in a swing district, you are much more sensitive. If you're on the progressive, safe Democrat side, they're really not buying the idea that Joe Biden is in trouble. And I think that's an interesting divide even within their own party. Yeah, absolutely. John Solomon, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, With all this big breaking news, you're the best. We love you. Thank you, John. Great to be with you. Thank you. Thank you, John.